Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first official Midwest Coast Golf Podcast, brought to you by myself, George Cornwell, Jordan Andrus, Colton Estevez, and our guy behind the scenes, Trevor Beach. Gentlemen, welcome. Ready to get started. Absolutely. Yeah, so we got a lot of cool things coming down the pipeline. Uh, interviews with a multitude of different people in the golfing industry, ranging from the PGA Tour players, Corn Ferry Tour players, greenskeepers, and really just anybody involved in the world of golf that shares a common love for the game like ourselves. Um, it's going to be a pretty fun little journey for us, and uh, we are excited to say the least, uh, for you guys all to join us. Um, a little bit about ourselves. Uh, I'll, I'll lead this off, obviously, as previously stated. I'm George Cornwell uh, from Michigan, born and raised. Uh, love it here, even though the cold weather in the wintertime sucks. Um, played college golf in Detroit for four years. Shout out Wayne State. Um, graduated, and now I am what some would call washed up. Um, but yeah, graduated three years ago, currently working in the automotive industry, like everybody in Michigan does. And, uh, yeah, stoked to get this pod rolling. Cool. Yeah. Uh, coming over to me, uh, my name is Colton Estevez, uh, born and raised here in Arizona. Uh, been playing golf, uh, my entire career started when I was five and, uh, uh, never looked back. I uh, played golf or high school golf at uh, Desert Vista High School down in Ahwatukee, Arizona. Uh, and then uh, got to my college uh, career over at GCU, uh, Grand Canyon University, and then uh, turned pro uh, after my senior at after Grand Canyon. Uh, still playing to this day. Kind of been working a little more than I should, but still playing and trying to get things going again. Uh, I also have a uh, family from Michigan. Uh, that, that's how I know these boys. Um, yeah. So it's been a good career so far. We love it. Yeah. Well, everybody, my name is Jordan Andrus, uh, born and raised in Michigan like George. However, I was a, a smart cookie and uh, left, that, uh, left that place in the winter uh, about five years ago, actually. I uh, moved myself out to Arizona. And uh, definitely uh, never looked back. Um, I actually played college golf with George um, as well at Wayne State University in Detroit. So give them a shout out. Good old Warriors. Um, actually, my school. roommate for four years. Yeah. <laughs> Room bros, baby. But we're certainly very excited to get this podcast going. Um, Colt's definitely going to give you a little bit of a lowdown on our first guest, um, but we're, we're all very excited. Yeah, so our uh, first guest uh, here on the Midwest Coast Golf uh, bot podcast, good Lord, sorry about that, uh, is my boss, uh, more importantly a good friend of mine, uh, Jesse Mueller, uh, played, played in the 2022 uh PGA Championship and U.S. Open, and the winner of the PGA Southwest Section Professional Championship. Uh, let's yeah, take it away. We love it. Without further ado, let's get after it. 
Boys, we have a special guest here with us today. Uh, he is a winner of the 2022 PGA Professional Championship. Uh, he has played in three majors, including the 2012 U.S. Open, uh, 2022 U.S. Open, and the 2022 PGA Championship, along with multiple PGA Tour events, including the Waste Management Shriners Children's uh, Open Championship, and uh, making his first start in the Sony Open in Hawaii this year. He is uh, my boss, and uh, more importantly, a good friend of mine. Please welcome Jesse Mueller. Jesse, thanks for coming on the pop with us. Absolutely, happy to be on. How are you guys doing? Doing good, Pretty good. doing good. How's uh, Hawaii doing? Hawaii going good? Oh, it's great, just as you'd expect. Uh, weather's perfect, uh, it's in Hawaii, right by the beach. Playing golf in Hawaii is pretty sweet. Sweet. Yeah. How's, uh, how's the course playing? Pretty, playing pretty well? It is good. Yeah. It's uh, firm and fast. Uh, greens, usually in Hawaii, there's, you think grain, but there's not really much grain. So they're rolling quick and the whole course is playing pretty firm and fast. So, which I like because I don't hit it very high. So uh, get, get the ball out there a bit with the uh, firm fairways. Very nice. Is a, how's the ball flying out there? Flying far further than uh, out here, or a little shorter? Uh, it's. I wouldn't say the ball's. The ball is probably a total distance about the same, but it's that, I can't quite carry it as far here, being sea level. But uh, with the playing as firm as it does, you don't really play courses in Phoenix much this uh, this firm. So the ball ends up going about the same distance. Sweet. And uh, we saw that you got your pairings. You tee off at uh, about one ten tomorrow. Is it what I saw? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Weather's supposed to be pretty consistent the whole week. Um, not, not, we're not really expecting like the afternoon wind as much. Uh, so it, it should be pretty steady um, between morning and afternoon waves, which is nice. Sweet. Sweet. So my first question, Jesse, is uh, Jessica's on the bag this week. Uh, she's been uh, caddying for you for a little bit. How, how big of a help has she been uh, with your career so far? Yeah, good. I mean, I, I like her having have uh, having her on the bag. Um, probably the most comfortable with her out there. Um, since I'm not playing full time, she can come out like week here, week there. If I had to play three, four weeks in a row, she wouldn't be able to do it. But if it's just the week here, or there, um, I'm happy to have her out there. Uh, she caddied for me when I won the the club pro last year, so it, I, I enjoy having her on the bag. It's it's a, it's a good time. Well, she seemed to help a lot since you won by five shots, so that's uh, pretty good. <laughs> she she does take credit for that, yes. But now I just give it to her, so I don't argue. Awesome, awesome. How long has she been on the bag with you? Well, I mean, when I had status for a couple of years, um, I, ha- I had just different caddies when I was playing on the Corn Ferry. But she's like, we've been married for. 12 years and she's caddied for me on and off the whole time. So um, just whenever I get into events that require caddies and she's available, she usually does it. So cool. That's awesome. I mean, you've obviously built yourself quite a resume, you know, playing in a few major championships. You're certainly not shy to the big stage. Um, How would you say your prep work changes going from, you know, a standard tour event like the Sony open this week compared to like the PGA championship? Well, playing in uh, some of the big events this last year, it kind of because I hadn't played in a tour event in a few years, and you kind of forget how good the players are and how they set the courses up. They just set them up so firm, 
and the pin placements are so difficult. Um, I say iron play is a little bit underrated um, because most of the events I play in, the courses aren't that quite that long and the pins aren't as tough. So you don't have to be quite as precise, but here the pins are so in corners and you have a lot of 160 to 190. And that is uh, pretty difficult to get the ball landed in the just small corners when the pins are tucked and the greens are firm. So just probably putting more prep into my irons uh, and trying to get those a little bit more dialed in is probably what I try to work on now leading into bigger events. How would you say the course setup is this week? Pretty tough or pretty fair? Yeah, it's it's not super long. It's just depending on the wind, but the, the fairways are really firm, so there's a lot of run out, and the rough is long. Um, it's, it's Bermuda rough, so the ball, you can hit through it pretty good, but it just can't get a lot of spin on it. So if, you, if the ball rolls out through the fairways into the rough, you almost got to lay up on the second shot to either just front of the green or just short of the green. Because uh, once the ball goes over a lot where all these pins, if you short side yourself, you're just probably bogey. So really keeping it in the fairway is going to be one of the most important things this week, I think. How are the greens rolling? Definitely. Greens are pure. Uh, they're probably about they're probably not the fastest I've seen, but some of them are down grain. But they're just really smooth and really true. So it's uh, if you don't make a putt out here, it's not the greens' fault, that's for sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, so while we're on the topic of the majors, uh, looking back at the 2022 PGA Championship, first hole, first round, something special may or may not have happened where you potentially may have, may have taken the lead for a brief second. Um, walk us through that and like how that impacted the rest of your round. Yeah, so that I mean that was unexpected. Obviously, that was my first hole. Uh, so you're a little bit nervous. Um, that first tee shot, especially because it goes downhill like 30 yards. So you're just trying to get the ball out there into play. And so I got it out in the fairway. And the second shot goes up the hill. So you don't really see it. But up on, near the green where uh, my parents were up there, a few of my brothers were up there, a couple of my buddies. So I hit it beyond the pin and it spun back and went in. And then I could tell by their reaction that it went in the hole once once they started going crazy. But that was a good start. Um Obviously, I took a picture of the leaderboard there. I think I was either in first or second right. for that one moment when I uh, hold out. Yeah, so that, that was pretty sweet. For sure. Yeah, when I saw that hole out, I about threw my drink up in the air. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I played really well that day. I, I bogeyed three coming in to shoot 72. If I could have, I wish I had that 30, 40 minutes over again. I could have played those holes a little bit better. Um, I think I've had a good chance to get on the weekend if I could have posted a 70 or 69, but hopefully I'll have another chance in the future. We'll see. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. Well, we're going to go back to uh, PJ Tour starts. Uh, you played in two uh, Waste Management Phoenix Opens, uh, and you got to go inside the, the ropes and uh, go to 16. What was your mindset from going from 15 green to uh, 16 tee box? Well, the first time I played, it was um, pre-COVID, so it was crazy crowds. Uh, and you should not, I played in the U.S. Open before and a couple other PGA Tour events, but it does not get you ready for the waste management. It is just a complete zoo out there. Uh, there's a couple tee shots, obviously going 15 to 16, but like going 10 to 11, all the whole crowd is walking from the clubhouse to 16 and there's all this concessions around there. So when you're teeing up on 11, which is the hardest tee shot, 
I mean, there's probably 2,000 people walking right behind you. It's just a madhouse. So um, I struggled a bit the first time I played. And then the second time, I it, I, it was easier because it was during COVID. And there's only about 10,000 people out there. Um, but the first time I played, getting a 16, it happened so fast. It's like you just black out a little bit. Because you, you get onto the tee, yeah. and you get to the next tee, and you just don't even know what happened. It went so fast. Uh, it's unlike any other golf hole that I've ever played. Are you thinking in the back of your mind? Are you thinking in the back of your mind like, I don't want to miss this green because I do not want to get booed? Um, not not as much. Uh, you are amped though. Like if I normally on that hole, I'm hitting like a nine or an eight. Like I always end up hitting wedge on that hole because you just you, you're you have a little bit more. Yeah. So and also you know I don't want to be trying to smooth something on that hole. I just want to I want to go after it uh, with all the stuff going on. So I end up hitting my pitching wedge about ten yards farther than I normally do on that every time I sure, play that I hole. And uh, I don't remember. Uh, did you did you ever birdie sixteen when you played in those two? I uh, did last year. Um, I shot one. Let's see, I shot one over the first day, and the last day that was my back nine, and I birdied. Uh, the par five, 13. Then I birdied, I mean, like a 15 footer on 16 for birdie and birdied 17 and part 18 to shoot 68, but ended up missing the cup by one. But that was pretty cool on the afternoon. Yeah, uh, I to, that night when I texted you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, I, I hadn't played in a tour event in a while, and the cut used to be 70 in ties, but. Somewhere between the one tour event I played in and that one, they changed it to 65 in ties. So after I finished, I was like, well, I'm in. And then um, I got a text like at 4 p.m. that golly they changed the cut. And that's when I realized I was probably missing by two players. So it was 67th uh, in ties instead of 65th in ties. But it was still a, a sweet experience to be three, three, four under the back nine of, of waste management. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've that's been awesome. in the crowd there. It's crazy. I couldn't imagine actually having hit a shot there or even playing. <laughs> yeah, if you get around some of the front nine, you're in the pockets where there's not as many people, but those holes on the back, is just it's just a zoo. Oh, I, I bet, yeah. I mean, just walking around, like you said, on 10 and 11. I yeah. I walk five feet, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, another question I, I want to go to is uh, – uh, you're uh, sporting ping. Uh, you've been with ping for a while. Um, what uh, have you made any changes uh, to the bag this year at all? Uh, woods, irons, wedges, putter. Yeah, actually, I haven't. I had the same. I had played i two uh, the i two hundreds for about seven years, and this year I switched to the i two thirties. I really like those, and I have the new. Um, G430 driver and three wood, which I really like. So I have a new driver, three wood, and irons um, in the back. I got those in October, so I've had those for a couple months, but uh, really like them. Um, in the same family of clubs I had before, but they're they feel great. Nice. Uh, did uh, any putter changes? You still rocking with the old one? Or I am with the Shea. I have a couple other putters I've got through the years, but then I always go back to that, so I don't even know why I have any other putters. But So it's it's the Shea H is probably 15 years old or 12 years old. I'm not even sure. I've had it for a while, but I've just used it. I'm very comfortable with it and used it in a lot of events that I've played well in, so it's hard to go away from it. 
Very nice. Uh, yeah, I know you were rocking with a uh, uh, lap putter for a little bit, trying testing something out or that out as well. So I was. Yeah, usually when yeah, if I struggle for a bit, I will search. Just hit, jab, put a couple fields, uh, different fields in my hand. But I usually end up always heading back to the one that the Shea. So if it's not broke, don't uh, don't change, right? <laughs> That's right. I think you were using one of my old Shays there for a bit. I still, I still got it in the closet. I got to okay. bring it back out. <laughs> All right. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to go to our final question here. Um, so winner of the 2022 PGA uh, Professional Championship uh, got you uh, a spot in the PGA Championship this year and also uh, six starts on the PGA Tour. I know you picked uh, one of your events as a Sony Open this week. Uh have you thought about any other ones? Uh, what's your uh, what's your schedule look like for the rest of the year? Yeah, so it's awesome that the PGA of America uh, partners with the PGA Tour and gives the opportunity to the to the winner every year. It's it's awesome that they do that. Um, so I got this one, then Puerto Rico, San Antonio, and then the National uh, PPC again, which will be in New Mexico, and then um, Kentucky and Tahoe in July. So I have six, seven really awesome events in 2023 that I'm looking forward to. It's easy. I definitely never take these type of events for granted because it's really awesome to play in high caliber events, uh, just the way they get the course ready and everything like that. So I got some really cool events to play in this year. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, we're really happy for you, and you made some good accomplishments. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks. Uh, you just never know in golf. Sometimes you go a long time, you don't win, and all of a sudden you have a couple of months in a row where it's just really just you just get hot at the right time. So. Yep, yep. Now, are you still walk, rocking the ping visor uh, this week? Did you get any uh, new ones? Um, yeah, ping gave us some ping gave us some pretty cool Hawaiian uh some Hawaiian gear this week, so I'll be I'll be sporting that. I was to say, yeah, before you go though, uh, how's it uh, bossing this guy around at GCU? <laughs> Oh, it's pretty easy. Uh, I, I got my, I got a good staff. That way, that's why I can leave all the time to go play in these tournaments. So uh, it's, I wouldn't hire if it wasn't good, good, good people. Well, I'm glad you trust me, Jesse. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Jesse. We appreciate you coming on the pod. Uh, good luck this week. We're uh, we're pulling for you. Uh, let me know how it goes and. Uh, just hit him straight and make some putts. Sounds good. And I'll see you guys next week at GCU. Sounds good. Yep. Good luck. Awesome. Good luck. All right. Yep. Thank you. Well, thank you again, Jesse Mueller, for being the first ever guest on the Midwest Coast Golf Podcast. I, I think that went pretty well, fellas, don't you think? Oh, yeah. That was a Absolutely. treat to have him on there. Great guy. Right on. Definitely. Well, just to give everybody a little bit of a lowdown, at the end of every podcast, we're going to select two players who we think are going to end up winning this week. Uh, we're going to start with one top tier player and then one dark horse. So I'll leave this week off um, and I'll start with a player who had one hell of a chance to, to win last year's Sony Open. I'll say Russell Henley came in second, lost in a playoff to Decky. So I think that's, that's my pick. top tier guy. It's a good, good pick. Yeah. George, who are you picking? I'm going with the good old Matt Kuchar. Winner in 2019, 
not an overly long golf course, kind of just bunts it around there, but uh, it's got a, a good uh, track record there and uh, decent odds, 40 to 1 odds, so that's where I'm putting my money. It's a good pick, too. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Spieth. It's a great name. Great name. <laughs> good old Texas boy. I think he's going to uh, – he's playing – Playing pretty well, I feel like. He's getting back uh, back to his game like he did back in 2015. I think uh, he'll uh, end up winning this thing. So, perfect. We'll see uh, We'll see how it pans out for him. Yeah. Run a little snake draft as well. So, Colt, you can round it off. Pick your dark horse. Yeah, my dark horse is going to be, uh, you know what, I've known this guy for a little bit uh, when I was in college. Got to play uh, TPC uh, Scottsdale with him. Uh, back in the day when I was a sophomore there uh, at Grand Canyon University. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Andrew Putnam. Okay. Uh, he finished uh, second behind uh, Matt Kuchar in 2019. I think he likes his golf course a lot. So see uh, see how he, go, how he does it. I like it. George, what do we got? I'm taking Hawaiian native Brent Grant. I think Hawaiian uh, native. <laughs> yes, he's he's from Hawaii, so I'm taking him. Uh, like I said, from local Hawaii. knowledge, absolutely local knowledge. Probably got his whole family there. Good vibes yeah. going. Great odds, five hundred to one odds, and uh, just coming off a killer season on the Corn Ferry Tour. Just got his card, so I'm going with him. Perfect. And then I'll, I'll round it off with a with a guy that we know. Uh, he does have some Wayne State ties. We played with his nephew at Wayne State University there. Um, but I'm picking Brian Stewart as my dark horse. Uh, he's due for a win. Uh, he hasn't had a win since the 2016 Zurich Classic. Um, Good old Michigan boy. He exactly. Oakland. Went to Oakland University. Great golf course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. They, where do they play? The khaki? The khaki. Yeah. Yeah. So – Brian Stewart, that's my dark horse. Hopefully he can snag another victory on tour. Um, other than that, I think it was a great podcast, boys. And uh, Until next week, right? Until next week. Yeah. Aloha. Yep. Let's get after it, boys. <laughs>